are two cents. With Oscar. So, welcome back to our two cents. I know Monday's conversation wasn't as great, but we are going to make it up and we're going to make it better next time. We had technical difficulties, things I cannot control. Um, anyways, enough of that. That was then. Today's today. And today is June 23rd, 2021. What, where were we? At this time last year, everything seemed uncertain. Dogecoin was going up and all that good stuff. But now it seems like it's going back down. Anyways, I guess we're not going to go to the moon anytime soon. So we're just going to keep trying to talk to as many content creators as we can. And... We're going to enjoy our conversations with everyone we can talk to. So that's why today we've decided, I've decided, well, I decided to send a message, but the gentleman decided to accept to do the conversation. His, <coughs> excuse me, his name is Andrew, a.k.a. Altar 314 on TikTok. Now, he's had a lot, a few encounters with uh, some people. This is a subject that I really, really enjoy because it's something that I have, I, I enjoy talking about it and I enjoy attacking, not attacking, but, but maybe I do enjoy attacking because I don't know how to uh, have the conversation and my solution to it is, I'm right, you're wrong. But, and what I'm talking about is, is, is the subject that I brought up so many times. And it's not there. Anyways. And he seems to be more knowledgeable on the subject. See, I know many things but I would have to talk about it and it takes a lot for, for me to bring those memories out. I, as a child, I was in church reading the Bible with the priest and it was a different world. But anyways, so like I said, happy, happy Wednesday. You, you notice how I always say happy, happy because it's, double happiness i'm happy and i'm glad that i'm able to do this and i enjoy having this conversation with people and 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 we i have so much fun and it gets complicated and and it gets frustrating because of my job and that's why i can't focus on anything anyways enough about that so let me send andrew the link for the zoom so we he can 
join us and tell us a little bit about himself. So now we play elevator music. I don't have elevator music. That's what we'll go with. Only because I have you waiting. I gotta figure out a different way of doing this because obviously this is not working at all. Well, it works. It's just, I hate the dead silent. Dead silent. Silent. B. Uh, 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 uh. Ooh. I kind of messed up when I started recording because I I hit the the FaceTime on the on on Instagram. But uh here we go. So we'll we'll keep we'll, we'll wait right now. So I sent them to I sent him the link and we'll have him introduce himself and and let us know let us know what uh his TikTok pertains, the content, the funny things that he comes across the funny replies he gets the funny comments everybody makes on his page so how do we play you know i've had an idea but i don't know if i should share my ideas because what if somebody steals my ideas and then i don't have any more good ideas it's hard to get good ideas but maybe i should share maybe that way i i would I would be made accountable for. Okay. We're in business. Uh, uh-uh. I'll, I'll, I'll let him know. Right, he was saying that he can't record on, uh, on Instagram. No. Um. Anyways. So, like I said, we are going to have this conversation with Andrew. She's going to be fun like every single one of them that we've had and we'll have his take and let's have him join us. Andrew Cortez. Hello. Hello. There he is. How you doing, Andrew? My name is Oscar. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then I'll, I'll let you know who I am and what, what is it that I'm doing? So go ahead and introduce yourself first, please. Cool. Well, I'm Andrew. I'm known on TikTok as Alatar. Talk a lot about religion, science, Math, politics, basically anything that I find interesting or that people ask me to talk about. Awesome. Awesome. How did you get? Okay, well, before we get into that, right? Uh, my name is Oscar. Um, I started with the meme page on, on Instagram, and then it, gra- it, it went gradually going to the podcast. And now I'm doing the podcast. I, I don't even know what I'm saying. My bad. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I switched, I switched from, from the meme page because... It was hard. I don't know if I don't know if you noticed if you noticed those meme pages, but 
anything can get get you taken down, even if it's not offensive. Like somebody can just report you and take it down. So it got frustrating, and I was like, okay, what else could I do? And then I saw that I could do podcasting, where you will you don't have to show your face, because like I love saying this, like I have a radio face, so so that's why I. Yeah, I I went towards uh, doing podcasts because I didn't want to show my face. But listening to other podcasts, they talk about how it is important to have video. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, I guess let's do video. And but I was doing it with my friend when we were doing when we were doing audio only. And we kind of went separate separate ways. Um, and yeah, so here I am today. And I sent you a message to see because I found your TikToks. I found them kind of I found them funny. And interesting, your take is really interesting. And a lot of the answers you give them, I don't want to say I agree with them, but I agree with them. (laughs) 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 And yeah, I I really, really have enjoyed them since I came across that with the day I sent you the messages when when I came across your TikTok. And here we are today. And you, you accepted it to do, which I really, really appreciate, man. And thank you very much for accepting to do this. And yeah, so... Yeah, let's get into it a little bit. How did you get into how how did what what this what made you obviously the 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 scrolling through it is the what got us all involved in the social media game, right? But yep. what motivated you to start making videos? Well, it's it's funny. It all sort of happened by accident, right? Like you just talked about your you started with a meme page and then somehow you you became a podcast, right? Well, that it was sort of a similar story in that I was just scrolling TikTok. I wasn't making videos. And uh, at one point, I made a video thinking, nobody's going to see this, just talking about the election. It was just yeah. sort of almost like, dear diary, here's what I'm thinking about right now. Uh, thinking maybe 10 people will see this and then I'll feel validated because people like what I had to say, whatever. <laughs> Next thing I know, I had 500 followers and I thought, oh, okay, I guess I'll just make a couple more. And then before I knew it, here I am. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> what so what are you up? Plan. Oh, it just happened. Right. That, I guess that's the best way when it happens, right? When it just randomly happens and you didn't mean it for it to happen, it just feels a lot better, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, never, <clears throat> I never had a goal. I never imagined I would have a lot of followers. Never imagined I'd have a thousand, let alone... I'm at 27,000 now. It's just like, I can't even process that in my brain. Um, So yeah, and it it is kind of nice to do it that way because when you have a goal, you always feel like you're not quite getting it. You're not quite getting there, right? Right, But if it's a surprise, it's like, oh, hey. Here here we are, right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, Do you consider yourself an atheist, right? Is is an atheist or a non-believer? Oh, you know, it's it's funny. If somebody, if I were walking down the street, not that somebody would ask me this, but just an everyday conversation, ask me what what are my religious views, I would just say I'm non-religious. That's oh, what okay. I would say. Uh, but but you know, if you want to get technical and 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 get into the conversations about religion and philosophy, atheist is the accurate description of my situation, just because I don't believe in a god. Or um, I I'm confused in the word uh, God. I mm-hmm. don't believe in the God that we've been taught, you know, the, the, the normal God where you praise him or go to hell. I don't believe in that because sure. they're the, 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 the people, religious people thought is if you don't practice or preach what I preach, 
you're not you're not preaching the word of God and you're going to go to hell for that. But if I'm a good person, I help others and I don't judge anybody. I I I I keep to myself basically, but I'm I'm helpful towards my community and towards others. Am I still going to go to hell for that? Because I don't believe, you know. So right, that's where where I I'm like okay. There it is. That's my conflict of interest with religion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and, and you, make, you make kind of a great point there, which is people ask me sometimes, you know, what happens if you're wrong, right? What, what's going to happen? And I think, you know, if there really is like an all-powerful, infinitely intelligent being out there, I really don't think I would be punished just for not believing because there's no evidence, right? If I'm a good, like you said, if I'm a good person, I treat people the right way, I really doubt that a being so knowledgeable and so infinite beyond our understanding could possibly be so petty as to say, hey, you didn't believe in me. I'm going to put you in this special place and you're going to burn forever. You know, that just seems kind of ridiculous to imagine, honestly. I'm glad you brought that that part up that you're going to burn forever. So, but the next question I have for them is who created the the devil, air quotes, right? The devil well, what it would their answer is well, it's God. Okay, so you're saying that if I don't follow what you say, I'm gonna go with your the the evil version that you created of yourself. So I'm gonna go that way. But to me, it sounds like there's a lot more parties down there than it is at the top. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, for real, <laughs> for real. Well, that's the funny thing, right? Like, why would God's enemy punish other? other people who are God's enemy, right? If, if the devil's down there, he's going to be the one torturing us. He would just be, hey, guys, we're friends. We, we're all God's enemy. Come on in. We're going to have a party. Yeah, like Right? Said. That's what it seems like to me. It, there's Now, I, I understand the, the, the community aspect of religion. Like, I sure. get that. It, and, and I get that it also makes, it helps other people veer into, like, good paths if, if they were in, like, in, in a bad path. Like, it helps them on that. I, I get all that, and I understand it. And, you know, good for those people, because they found, I guess, how to be a decent human being rather than being an a-hole the whole time, you know. So yeah. I, I, I understand that aspect of it. And because of that, I guess that's what confuses me with uh, fully turning into an atheist. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because, like I said, I, I believe in a higher power. I just don't believe in the higher power that we've been taught. Sure. Yeah, there is a a strong sense of community that comes along with religion, and there's a, there's a there's more than that. It gives people meaning and purpose, and it makes them feel like there's a higher order to everything. That it's not, it's not just it's not just uh, random matter and energy in clumps walking around the earth that then dissipates. And I get that a lot, actually. And and you know, I grew up religious myself. I grew up in a Christian family. And losing that aspect is very hard, losing the community and losing the sense of meaning. But, you know, I, I find that you can find community in a, in a lot of different ways and you can find mm-hmm. meaning and purpose in a lot of different ways. And for me, you know, my meaning and purpose is, you know, look, look for whatever's true out there and try to leave a positive impact on the world, be kind to people and, and spread love and uh, a love for knowledge. And to me, that purpose is so much more meaningful than sort of uh, just working towards this end goal of paradise. But I do, I, I do get, yeah, it, it can kind of feel existentially lonely at times to not have that. 
but but that's just something we have to it's just another thing we have to work through in our lives that ultimately we can we can we can accomplish it you know what i think of those people that are like super religious i think that they're scared of uh of this life i think they're scared mm. so that they they try to find comfort in something that that i guess will They'll, 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 I guess they wish that they could live forever, and that's why they're scared because there's an end coming, and yeah. and and they feel like they need to find something that'll, like I said, help them stay alive forever. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, the, the idea that we're going to die, you know, a lot of other atheists will say that it doesn't bother them. They'll say, oh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, I don't get that. It does bother me a little bit that I'm going to die and just disappear forever, and I hope, I hope that's not I hope I'm wrong, right? I hope that I that there is something else and I I get the draw of that. I do think people you know, we've evolved to to want to survive. That's like the core drive in our brain. That's how evolution works. Yeah. And so of course we're going to want to keep surviving after we've died. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, it, it's interesting that an an addendum to that too is is religious people will often say, you know, how do you have anything to live for as an atheist? Well, have everything to live for because if this is all there is, if there isn't an eternal life afterwards, then why would I want to let it go? You know, I have nothing to die for, unlike right. a fundamentalist who who is really just waiting around for paradise. Exactly. See, that's the that's exactly what I was trying to say earlier. I just couldn't say it the way you put it. Like they're they're waiting for their paradise, but I think in reality this is paradise. Because I mean, as far as we know, what what's better than being alive? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> right? So, I mean, there there's other things in life that are good, you know, but there's nothing better than being alive. But, yeah. Um, so, what's your take on, 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 like, afterlife, though? Like, what's your personal take? Like, what do you think happens when you die? Do you think the life the lights just shut off or, or there's something? I don't know. I, I think that's just something <laughs> would, I don't right? know. Yeah, like, nobody, nobody can know. But your personal I, opinion, though, that's what I'm saying. Well, I personally, of course, I hope, I hope there's something and I try to think about what this something might be. And I, I don't, I don't like the idea of a heaven, of a perfect utopia where you're, I mean, what, that sounds boring. Just forever, just sitting where every, everything's perfect. If everything's perfect, then, well, nothing's interesting, right? Um, it, it, it wouldn't be that interesting to me. And so I, I think about what else is possible. And my favorite is reincarnation. I find reincarnation to be fascinating. The idea mm -hmm. that we could live as many different lives as we choose and experience as many different things. I feel like that would be the only way to keep eternity interesting would be to keep mixing it up. What about the idea of, uh, like you said, like reincarnation, you, you're, you reincarnate, but you're, you keep doing it until you do it right. And hmm. then what, what does that mean that you do it right though? What, what is right? Yeah, I mean, that gets a little bit into the Buddhist idea, right, of, of working towards uh, nirvana at the end. Eventually, you, 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 you have these, this cycle of, of death and rebirth, and each time you're supposed to get a little better at it, you get it right and you find enlightenment. But then the question is, what's enlightenment? Uh, well, then you're just either, there's two, there's two possibilities. It's just the nothingness that some atheists believe in, um, or it's the paradise. And I don't really like either of those, you know, I... I think if anything, um, if, if eternity exists, uh, I would want it to just continue being interesting. And if, and if reincarnation is true, and I, there's no evidence for it, it's just what I find would be interesting. If it is true, then you could have infinitely many different kinds of experiences. And that's, that's the only end I could imagine that isn't either 
kind of depressing because everything goes away or is boring because it's just perfect with nothing going on. You know, I was thinking about reincarnation today and I was like, okay, so if reincarnation is true, hypothetically speaking, right? So if, if it is true, why can't I remember something that I have from my life, from my past life? Or, or is it this the beginning and my next life will be the reincarnation and I'll remember something about this life? Or is deja vu something that you remember from your past life? Yeah, I mean, some <laughs> sometimes people claim they remember things from their past lives. Sometimes there's stories of little kids talking about... But, but kids lie. Kids make things up. Like I have well, two little ones, and, and they tell me, like, crazy stories, too, which I'm like, you know, I, I don't tell them all oh, bullshit, you know. I don't tell them that. I don't want to crush their hearts, you know. But I go along with the story, you know. But kids do lie, let's be honest. As adults, as adults, as grown-ups, we lie about it. Yeah. About just everything, pretty much. So... I do not know, not, I, I, damn, I do not not believe those people, I should say. But I do find it interesting when somebody comes out of the blue saying, oh, I remember this from a past life. Yeah, I think most of the time we can explain it as, as either lying or fantasy or, or whatever. And, and obviously, yeah, little kids make things up. There have, been a few, there have been a few stories out there, and this is just purely anecdotal, of little children you know, explaining a past life and then... Later, their parents were able to find out that what they were explaining was actually an accurate description of a real person who lived. But, you know, how do we know that the parents aren't making that up or that the kid hadn't seen a movie about it? Or, you know, it, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, those stories are really interesting. But, yeah, it's like that's why we could never really know if reincarnation is real or not until it happens to us, I guess. Maybe in between, maybe in between lives you get to look at all of your previous ones and and right you know what's crazy to me they say that humans as we know it they've lived them on the earth for what 200 200 300 thousand years or something like that million yeah. is a million or a thousand well a few hundred thousand of of like in our current form yes basically yes. yeah yeah but we have history as far back they have the tebekli pekli they've only found it what as far it goes back to twelve thousand. yeah so what happened between those? And, and, and why is it that religion starts only 2,000 years back? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, 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 was, what did people believe before that? Just because Jesus didn't, hadn't came to, to the planet Earth, they didn't believe in him? Or, or what was going on? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, it's interesting. If you, if you look back and, and sort of study those early civilizations, you can see the development of early religions, early sort of superstitions into what we have now. But... Gubekli Tepe is the oldest evidence, I think, that exists of, because it's thought that maybe it was a temple of some kind, Gubekli Tepe, um, of them having like an organized sort of religious practice. But who knows what they thought before that? Maybe they just believed in nature spirits or who knows what. But it is interesting to me to think if humans have been around for 300,000 in our current form and then in, in, in previous species that were at least somewhat intelligent, why did why did God take so long? Why did why did Jesus not show up until two thousand years ago? And of course, that's why the Christians have to say the fundamentalist Christians have to say, well, the two hundred thousand year thing is false, and really, it's only been whatever it is they say five thousand, six thousand years, and still uh, numbers don't add up, though. No, it's, not at all. Yeah, it's not year two thousand twenty-one. So, but you're talking about twenty. What, what are you talking about? 
over you said three thousand years ago, right? Plus, oh no, six. You said I think six. You said. Yeah, yeah less than ten is. I've heard different numbers, but they okay. they tried. They say less than ten thousand was when Adam and Eve were in the garden and all that happened. I I just think there is a there's a bigger picture behind all that. Do you know about the Library of Alexandria? Sure. Yeah. So that thing burned, right? How how much? Well, it, allegedly, it was an accident, right? They were burning the docks and and it caught on fire. So. Yeah. I know that the, um, I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't, shouldn't say I know, but I understand <laughs> my, it's, it is my understanding that the Vatican has, um, a secret library, correct? Yeah. So what, it, what is, I thought the word of God was for everybody to know why, why are we hiding stuff? You know, like, you know, what's, what's the meaning of that? What do you think the meaning of that is? I know we're jumping all over the place here. <laughs> That's but, all right. Uh, I always jump all over the place. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So we're doing good there. We're doing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. My uh, my live streams on TikTok are chaos. I'm just jumping everywhere. All right. Um, that's that's interesting. The church, the Catholic Church, as a as a controlling body of of Christianity, has always tried to keep things secret and keep things under their control. Like for hundreds of years. The, they kept all of the holy texts. The Bible was written purely in Latin and nothing else. And nobody understood Latin except for the priests and the bishops. Mm -hmm. And that allowed them, and that was the reason they didn't translate it, it because, was so that they could, they got to say what the Bible said and what it meant to everybody else. And it wasn't until the Protestant uh, movement with Martin Luther that it, it started getting translated into German, I think was first, and then the other vernacular languages of Europe. Um, which of course is why, I mean, that's part of why they broke off from the church was because the church was, was controlling so much of what was canon. And that dates back to the early church, the early Christians, when shortly after Jesus died, within a few decades, there were many different groups of Christians who had very different ideas about who Jesus was and what the significance of him was. And in order to create a sort of consistent unified movement, they had to just decide, okay, we need to agree on something that we all believe so that we can band together. And the people who ended up making those decisions had the most, ended up with the most power and that's what started the early church. And in order for the church to continue, it had to hold on to its power and to hold on to its power, it had to hold on to that knowledge. And that's continued till today. Right, yeah, I mean, that that's how they got, that's how they were, they were the mediators, right? Between mm -hmm. the word of God and, and the people, they were the ones that told the people what to do. And that's why I'm like, you know, the Bible is kind of, I'm going to say it, the Bible is bullshit because I understand translation because I speak Spanish. Um, mm -hmm. Do you speak any other language, by the way? I know a little bit of Spanish, but I, I not, I'm not that good at okay. it. Okay. All right. Anyways, but what I'm going to say, you would probably understand it. So I understand that when you translate something into a different language, like I'm going to go with what I know from English to Spanish. I understand that the translation goes as I understand it. I will use mm -hmm. different words that probably do not translate to those words that you're saying, but yeah. the the intent of the sentence or the the content of the sentence it would be the same meaning. But if somebody else does somebody does that doesn't understand the meaning reads it, they're gonna think it means completely something else. And that's what I think we've been reading for the past what two thousand years. I don't know when the when no, not two thousand. When was the the King James Bible came into play? Oh, I don't I don't remember the date of that, but that would have been somewhere in the 
in the in the early seventeens. Mm. I don't know what. <laughs> yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's been translated multiple times too, because the Old Testament was written, I think, in Hebrew, and the New Testament was written in Greek, and then it was translated. The Old Testament was translated into Greek, and then they were both translated into Latin, and then translated from Latin into German, and then German into the other languages, and things have been translated back and forth and copied over. That was the other thing, is before the printing press, if you wanted another copy of something, you had to copy it over, so you could make mistakes doing that yeah. too. You had to find somebody that knew how to write first. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so there was not a lot of people that were writing back then either, so it, it was a lot harder, you know, because... The only people that knew how to write could have been the, the the liars. They could have started the whole life. And they were because they did it. I think this is my thing, my thinking. I think that they did it in for political reasons, for the most part. I think that's what it mainly what it was. I don't know if you've heard of that book, uh, The Sacred Mushroom. Something some the sacred mushroom. Some some ah, the cross the cross and the sacred mushroom. Something like that. But it's basically a book that talks about how how they think that the Catholicism they kind of hit it. It came from from uh, from doing uh, mushrooms. Like, oh uh, yeah, know. I think I have heard this actually. I, I don't know the name of the book. I, I hate bringing. It, I don't hate. I lo I love bringing things up that I don't know about and things that I forget. I love doing that. So bear with me. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it is the the sacred mushroom and the cross. Yes, there and you go. That's the one, the sacred mushroom and the cross. That's right. So that that's the one that I guess it talks about. The they think that that's where religion came from, and and they they hid those when the Romans came around. They hid those uh, in 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 between the texts. I guess I don't know something like that. Something along those lines is what the book's about. I haven't read it. I've only heard people talking about it. And yes, <laughs> that's uh, that's just that's very fascinating. I mean, I haven't read the book or anything, but I had, you know, hallucinogenic, you know, compounds have been used in all kinds of religious practices over the years. I've also heard a similar theory about the burning bush in the Moses story when Moses supposedly spoke to God. I've heard that the burning bush was was maybe ayahuasca or some some kind of hallucinogenic well, plant. Okay, let me tell you what you heard. I know I know this one exactly. Oh, I'm so glad oh. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so this one basically is the burning bush. So they think that the the burning bush was an acacia tree, mm. and apparently the acacia tree is rich in DMT. Yeah. So when the bush caught on fire, Moses was tripping balls. <laughs> and he thought that God was talking to him, but some sort of God was talking to him, I guess, because he gave him Ten Commandments. And it's those Ten Commandments, I I guess, they're the basic human rules, right? You you should not kill. You yep. should not screw anybody over. You should not lie. That's that's I think those are good human qualities to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um and other people have said so that's the funny thing is other people have said when they take DMT that they think they speak to some kind of god or some kind of spirit some kind of universal spirit like it's a really common experience on DMT I've never done it but that's what okay. I hear from from a lot of people so it makes perfect sense that if he was in if he was inhaling DMT that you, that's what he saw Yeah you you've ever had uh, mushrooms I never have no, no. I've heard People say so it, you, they do get kind of like a spiritual thing from it, that it, too. It's sometimes very so. minor. It's very minor. I've done them. Um, it, it it sores a lot of things out. It it did at the time. It sorted a lot of things out in my head. It did. It mm. definitely did. And as a matter of fact, 
right after because I had done them in the past, but I hadn't done them like in a in a spiritual form, I guess. And this time I did, and that's when I finally got the balls to do my to, to start doing this. What I'm doing now after doing mm. that, but what I my experience was. I was I I ate him and I was nice. My it started feeling on my stomach and I was like ah, I'm gonna go lay down. So I laid down, and there's a, the 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 wall in front of my in my bed right there. I just started seeing like random patterns on the wall, just yeah. like like neon green patterns like all over the wall. And then out of out of nowhere, I just start getting these images in my head, like images of, of, of like my past, like of like my childhood stuff that I've done. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I didn't even remember that, and. That time it's when I'd like to think that that's when I sorted a lot of things out in my head. And, and that's what got me into the path that I'm in now, I like to think, because that was the beginning of it. So what I'm trying to say is that, that they were good for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like that DMT, what, you, what you're talking about, like the God experience and all that. I, I want to yeah. have those experiences. I want, I want that. So maybe in the future, you know, if I come across it, I, I'll dive into it. I'm. I'm scared. I'm scared to see things, but yeah, I guess sometimes you have to see the devil to, you know, get shit straight. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I'm kind of scared even for mushrooms. I, I you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to see when I do that. You can you know, microdose. Heard, yeah. Microdose. I've yeah. heard, I've heard, I've heard that can sometimes be better. I've heard also to like have somebody with you who's done it before, who can kind of like talk you through it, that that helps a lot. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, mushrooms are something I'd probably try. DMT, I feel like I'd be too scared. I don't know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Level, right? Ayahuasca too. That's another one. I'm I'm yeah. I'm all into that. Like I mean, I I don't do it as much. Well, that's the last time I did the mushrooms was that time when I told you, like around September last no 2019 actually. And are they legal? Are they legal in New York? I think if they're like they're legal for like. Um, Medical trials only, I think. Clinical trials. Mm. Okay. Because they're looking, again. they're looking into using it for like depression and Alzheimer's disease and anxiety, things like that. Because it's supposed to be great for PTSD. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Like to think that that these things, like a lot of the of of our of the ancestors from the past, they did use the psychedelics a lot too. And I wonder mm-hmm. what. What went what went wrong? What made it what made people what made the people in power change their opinion? Is it because that they knew that people would uh understand things better, or what do you think it was? That's a really interesting question. I, I've thought about this before, about like just dr- drug use in general. Why why do the people in power want to control uh any sort of psychoactive active substance so much? And there are I guess different reasons for different compounds, but with mushrooms, it could be that. I mean, it could. Now, I'm just totally speculating here. Right. So, yeah, I'm just totally speculating. But if the thing about the church is right, the, about the mushrooms with the church, it could have been the Catholic Church that, that started the culture of locking that down to stop people from finding out the truth. Who knows, though? You know, I don't know. Yeah, they, they had they had their the hold of, uh, I guess, the political power for a long time. Why wouldn't yeah. they? You know what's crazy to me? When we, now that I remember... I was going to mention it too when we were talking to Vatican. How is it possible that Italy is a country, correct? Yeah. How is the Vatican inside of a country? And the Vatican is supposed to be a country as well. They got, I mean, they just, they ended up with a good deal there. I don't know. I think because for a while there, the Vatican controlled 
a large chunk of Italy. And I think when my 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 recollection is fuzzy, but when uh, um, what the heck was that guy's name? Emmanuel II, the guy who unite I think he unified parts of Italy. I think the most recent time. I think when they when that happened, they they signed a treaty with the church saying you could keep you know a little bit of your land. But it is amazing to me that they've kept it until now and that they still have total political troll pol- political control over the Vatican City and the Pope is literally like a like a monarch, like a king. And they can just kind of do whatever they want. It's a little scary to me. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, they they, they didn't they didn't a lot of their priests that were accused at the time of 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 uh what it what it was a uh, child uh whatever the hell they do. I don't I don't even know the right word for it. That yeah. there was one uh, the last the last pope that got out that's the I forgot his name is it oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue and I fucking slipped Benedict there Benedict the yes yeah. that's the one that that got out for for that reason right cuz I guess uh it came to light that he had moved some people around and 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 he was going to get tried for crimes against humanity so that's why he didn't leave the Vatican Yeah it could be I did hear that he uh I yeah I don't know if that was ex- I haven't heard that that's why he, he retired, but it makes perfect sense because he did get in trouble for, like, he knew about it and he moved people around. He didn't punish them. And and they've always kind of acted that way. You know, they act like, the Catholic Church acts like they don't have to follow U.S. laws, that they could follow their own rules and, mm-hmm. and just kind of do deal with things internally because they still see themselves as that that political power. Yeah, they do got a lot of power. I mean, they're the they're the ones that always talk about trying to end world hunger, right? Yeah. And he prays about it on a golden chair. Yeah. Made out of gold. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah, you seen? I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. It, who knows how much money they have? I've been to the. I don't know if you've been to the Vatican. No, I there. wish. That's oh. that's one done one the one that I have to do and before I before I I part from this planet. So yeah. You, you've, I've you've been, been there. Yeah. Tell Just me. The, tell me. It's crazy. I mean, you walk into that square, it's this giant, it's not a church, it's a palace, you know, it's like a, it is a giant palace. And this place, like you just looking around, you can tell they have ridiculous amounts of money. They must have ridiculous amounts of money. You walk into that place, you see the golden chair, you see the ceilings, and they have so much stuff there, so much stuff that they just keep artifacts and books and that they just keep Secret. Who knows what's in there? I'd like to and read how- those books. Oh, me too. If I could just have access, <laughs> access to all of that stuff. Ooh, Man, be cool. knowledge is power, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could start a new religion off of that knowledge. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, it's you, funny. You, I've heard I've heard if you if you go in if you go in there like trying to like find information, even if you're just walking through the public museum and they find out that you're like, if they found out what I do on TikTok, they'd probably kick me out. Like, uh, Bill Maher, you know, real time with Bill Maher, that yeah. show on HBO, he made that, that movie religious, religious, where he was like mocking religion and he was visiting the Vatican. They found out he was there making that documentary and they kicked him out. Wonder why, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here you go. They, they don't want no, no nasty propaganda for them. They don't want yeah. no bad, uh, no bad advertisement. That's the thing. Did, did you go into that, into that, was it, but, but it's a church, the church that has the, the yeah. Christ that looks like a snake or something like that. Yeah. I, w- I went into, is it, the, is that the main, the basilica, the, um, yes, that's the word I was looking for, basilica, the big one. Yeah. I was in there. I was in there. The one that looks I like saw. a, it looks like a, 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 some sort of snake. 
there's like the, the snake eyes. If you look at it the right way, yeah, it looks like the head of a snake. Yeah. Which is interesting, how right? Do, how is that one in person? Like, I mean, I've seen lots of pictures and, and it does look like it. And I'm pretty sure, like you just mentioned, like it's the angle, right? I think it's the angle. I think you have to look at it the right way. I, you know, it's it's funny. It's like, how do you know if, if it was really meant meant to look like a snake? But it maybe it could also have been meant to look like a snake because whoever made it didn't actually like the church. You know, some of the people that they hired to do the artwork were people that didn't get along with the church, like Michelangelo who painted the the chapel ceiling. Yeah. So they could have it could have been somebody even just putting in a message like "You guys are snakes." You know, who knows, right? Like, right. You could speculate a lot of things, right? But we do know that they're creepy people, though. You know, I I think I think they're the Antichrist. To be honest, if you pay attention to everything that they do, like, come on, like, like really, like. You guys, you guys pretend to be this helpful, wonderful people, but in reality, most of the ones that I'm not saying everybody, but some, I should just say some, but some of the one, the people that are in there, like they're they're really horrible people. For sure, uh, the Catholic Church as an organization, I think I've said this before. I think it's one of the most evil organizations ever, I agree. and they're behind so much. They're behind the Crusades. They're behind the Inquisition. You know, they're behind all of this horrible stuff that's happened throughout history. And they're still there and people still look to them as this like moral guiding light, which is just to me ridiculous. I, I don't understand it, but. To yeah. each their own though, right? Yeah. 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 yeah you, you get into, uh, let's switch the subject a little bit. <laughs> you get into, <laughs> you get into scuffles too, right? Online with people commenting and uh, about uh, creation and 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 uh, you okay. I'm I don't know if it, I don't I don't, I don't want to be offensive either. So like you being gay, it's a it, it it's people take it. How, how do they take it with you? Like let me just ask you that. Like because it seems like you get into a a couple of of comments. You get you get comments there that um that you you're pretty you're you're greater at giving them answers. You don't Thanks. you you don't you don't jump into it like with anger. You're right. smart about your answers. And that's a quality the one day I love to have. <laughs> so <laughs> what what is it like for you? Like do you do you dwell on it too much or, or do you just give him an answer and move on with your life? Uh it depends. I think there are times that I probably dwell on it too much if somebody's saying something personal about me. But I do try really hard not to let them see that. If if I am upset, it's I think it's really important not to let them see that because that's kind of what they're they want. They they're trying to push buttons and and cause trouble. And you know, a lot of people tell me I just should ignore them. And really, the main reason I I even respond to them is is just to show other people like this is not a person worth listening to, and to show young people who might be. Who might be a lot of young people on TikTok, a lot of young gay people on TikTok, who if somebody's saying gay people are an abomination, I want those young people to understand like this is bullshit, guys. Don't listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was watching uh, some of your videos and you were explaining how it, it, teaching kids about about uh, sexuality and all that doesn't have to be sexual. Like the yeah. way you were explaining, I was like, damn, I, I, I don't even know how to approach th that subject with my kids. It's. It's for me personally. It's 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 a it's a tough subject because I don't want to. 
put an idea in their head. I just want them to make their own idea of what it is. But I want to explain to them how it works, if I'm trying to explain myself correctly. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm by no means an expert of explaining, <laughs> on explaining things to children. Because <laughs> but you, but that, I, I thought that explanation you gave was great. I thought it was thanks. just just telling yeah. them this is this and that is that and, and just the basics of it. You don't need to get into details and nothing. Just the basics. This is that and that is that. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that really came from the fact that, you know, the fundamentalists who come and talk about that in my comments are, they act as though a person's like orientation, it's all, it's all a sexual thing. It's all it is, you know, and it's, and it's, it's like a, it's like a kink or a perversion, but it's like, that's not, that's not what it is, man. It's just like any other relationship. So you, you just have to talk about it that way. Um, and, and it becomes much simpler. And I think though that I don't think they really care about imp- like sexualizing children. I think they just want to be able to, they want to be able to manipulate their children into thinking a certain way about it in their way about it for them. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who don't know, like you said, who don't know how to approach the subject with their kids. But I think a lot of those fundamentalists are really just looking for an excuse to unfortunately indoctrinate their children into thinking the same way that they do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the good thing about it is that it, it's changed about it's changed. It, that all mm. that is changing now. And my question to those people that, that are assholes about the subject, I guess is like, w- what do you care? Like, why? Like what, what's, I mean, what's it to you? Like it, it, it has nothing to do with you. What is, what is the matter that just cause two people are not, what they call normal, right? That doesn't mean that they can't be together. Like it just, it just, to me, it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, for me personally, it's just like, be happy. That's it. That's just, that's just it to me. And those, the the type of comments that you sometimes get and that you're so mellow about it, those things make me like, (laughs) So, yeah, some of them, some of them are pretty bad, and I do kind of struggle in my mind to try to figure out: Do these people really believe this? Like, are, do they? Is it really a religious thing, or do they have some other issue? Like, it is it? And I can't always tell. I think there are there are people out there who are just sort of like, "Ew, icky, two guys together that grosses me out," and then they got to find a reason to support that, you know? Yeah. Um, but others really are indoctrinated. They really do believe that. It's it's a it's some kind of moral, and this this goes to what's I think so dangerous about organized religion is that they get to define morality, right? They get to change morality to be whatever they want, mm-hmm. and so enforcing something arbitrary like that—that that, that two men being in a relationship is immoral—allows them to sort of set set up that standard that we can just we this religion gets to decide what's moral and what's not based on no logical reasoning it doesn't matter it's just whatever god says and i think that's why they have all these arbitrary rules it's just to sort of establish that they can that they can dictate what's moral and what's not that it's not about something measurable in the world like for me it's measurable in the world it's don't hurt people right like and you can always figure out for the most part there are hard moral questions but you can figure out if something's right or wrong just by thinking is this going to hurt somebody you know but they don't want that because they don't want you to be able to think for yourself. Right. And that's, that's correct. That's yeah. why they do it. Yeah. Makes sense. You know, the, the Catholic church is Roman Catholic, right? Yeah. Weren't the Romans 
known for being promiscuous with men. Yeah, big time. So, do you think that's where that comes from? So, like all the the homophobia from the Catholic religion. I really don't know. Um, I've heard a lot of people argue that. I've heard some people argue that it's a mistranslation of the of the Greek that it really was never in there and that it it only came around later. Some people say in the in in medieval times. Some people say as late as like the nineteenth or twentieth century. And it was a mistr mistranslation, but I, I really don't know. We, I mean, we can't really know. Uh, but that could be a, that could be some connection to it because when uh, when the Catholic, so when when Emperor Constantine converted mm -hmm. to Christian and kind of started to make Christianity the the main religion of Rome, they needed to discourage the pagan practices before. They needed to discourage the old traditions and the old ways in order to promote that new religion. So that it very well could have just been one of those things. And again, I'm speculating. Right, people right. are going to be like, people are going to come after me and be like, you don't know, you don't have any evidence of that. Of course we just don't. Just speculating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it could have been. They were just, you know, this is a this is a kind of a classically Roman thing, so we want to discourage it so we can set the new agenda. Who knows? Yeah. I... To me, like this, what I, it's like I said earlier. To me, the biggest thing is like, what do you really care? Like that's the biggest thing yeah. to me. Like if it has nothing to do with you, there nobody's harassing you in any way, shape, or form. Why should anybody care what other people do? But it comes back to what you're saying right now. It goes back to the morality that they think that they're trying to impose their morals onto you. But who's to say that their morals are fully, fully right? Right. Yeah, well, well only they are. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, yes. Yeah. Only they think they are, yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah, that's, it, it, it's, a, it's a touchy subject with most people, you know. I, I don't, it's, it, my, it's not in my wheelhouse, it's not my subject. I just, I, but I find it interesting that some people do really care too much, you know, like what other people do. And what, what other people find happiness in, it's, it's, not what everybody else is going to find happiness in. Everybody has their own thing and everybody should be more understanding with each other. That's the way I, I think, I think it works, but yeah, man, it's, I, I really don't, but, but I do want to say thank you though. Cause that video I saw of you explaining how to explain it to a kid, I'm going to use that to, oh, to be honest, I'm going to use it oh. because I think it's, I think that's the right way to do it. Cause like I told you, I, I never even thought about it. It never even crossed my mind, but yeah. of how to explain. But when I was watching your video, I was I was like, "Damn, that's really in. That's a great way to put it." Yeah, well, thanks. I'm glad you'll use it. That's awesome. I, I was hoping I was hoping people would actually find it useful um, for that reason. You know, I, and that's a lot of why I post I post videos that I hope will help people either help people figure something out or learn something new. That's all I'm trying to do. Well, Andrew, you did help me today, and I really, really appreciate your time, dude. And and thank you so much for allowing me to have this great conversation with you. I hope I wasn't offensive in any way. I didn't mean to, and and I, it's my first conversation that I've ever had with anybody like this, so that's why I I feel like I have to apologize a lot. But I know I don't. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, you got you got nothing to apologize for. Apologize for. You're all good. I want to say. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Was I fun. appreciate it, man. I I was hoping you you would you were this cool. I was really hoping that you were this cool. You're awesome to talk to, and I would would really enjoy having another conversation with you in the future. And I hope you're available, and I hope you give me more time in the in the near future. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was awesome talking to you too. I I look forward to it. I hope we can talk again. We definitely can. Go ahead and plug all your your YouTube, whatever you have. Just go ahead and plug it in and send me an email with all the links so I can uh, post them with the description as well. All right. So the main the main way to 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 see everything would be my TikTok. My TikTok handle is Alatar three one four. And from there, I have a, a, a in my bio is a link tree. It's got links for everything. So that's the way to just get to everything else. Uh, like my Discord server, which is sort of like the nexus of everything. That's where everything sort that's of like revolves you're... around. Okay. And the main place I'm posting content now is TikTok. But do look soon for expansion into YouTube and Twitch to start and then maybe other platforms to come awesome. soon as well. Awesome. Hey, is the Discord hard to do? Because I've been looking at it. I don't understand it. How does that work? Just it's just a yeah it's pretty simple it, if you don't want to use anything fancy and it's just a t it's just a chat room kind of thing you oh, download okay, it you okay. log in and then you can I have maybe two, oh, 200 people in there and we just talk about all the same sorts of stuff we talk about on on TikTok and it's a uh, oh, it's a cool fun community I'm gonna steal your idea now <laughs> yeah go for it <laughs> I am because I see I'm trying to because my platform used to be Instagram. And I yeah. used to be like, I'm not going to TikTok. I refuse to go to TikTok because everybody's on TikTok. I refuse it. Well, <laughs> one day my wife was watching her TikTok and I got caught. And I was like, I'm going to download it on my phone. So I downloaded it. And for months it was just sitting there because I still was refusing to use it. And then <laughs> I finally gave in and, and I started scrolling and I haven't stopped. So now I don't have a platform where, where I'm like based out of. Cause like I said, I used to be... And Instagram is where I was trying to build uh, the page, the meme page. And yeah. th it didn't work out, so I veered into something else. But, yeah. So I am going to steal your idea. I like that idea of the Discord. Because that's what I, I was trying to do, something like that, where I could have, like, like a chat room with, like, whoever my listeners are. And then they can ask questions. And, and I can use it as well for, for uh, content creation and stuff like that. So, yeah, like I said, I'm going to take your idea. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and, yeah, man, I, I really appreciate it. It's already almost an hour we've been talking, and I appreciate your time, dude. I really, really do it. And, and, and like I said, I hope to have another conversation with you. You, you have really interesting takes. The, uh, on that subject that we were talking about, religion and all that, that's, like, my favorite subject right there. I just don't know how to put the knowledge, the useless knowledge that I have into words. And hmm. I mean, it's it, it. If it's interesting to somebody, it'll be interesting to a hundred people, you know, because the internet is big. So I'm sure. I'm I'm trying to find a my direction where I should go. So I'm I'm stealing ideas from everybody. So I hope uh, people don't get mad at me. <laughs> hey, well, feel free, steal as many ideas as you want from me. I think <laughs> that's what everybody go. does, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, man. That said, like I said, man, thank you very much. I can't thank you enough. And uh, that's it for today, man. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And uh, this was this is going up tomorrow. So just so you have a head up right. of it. All Sounds right. Good. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that's why was it asking me to report him? No way. No way I'm reporting him. Oh, my God. What did I say? Andrew, you are great. I There was a lot of things that were coming to my mind about religion when, when you and I were talking, and, and it was like, dude, 
You're awesome. These are the subjects that I love. <laughs> and I'm glad I found you, Andrew. And I hope to talk to you in the near future. And you are great. Thank you very much, Andrew. I appreciate it. And I keep saying your name. I apologize if it gets annoying for repeating your name, but thank you. And that's it for today. I'd like to thank all of you. And today is going to be another warm day. No, you know what? California weather right now is great. We're in the low 90s this week, so it's awesome. We're not overheating again, so we're fine for today. And that's it for today. See, I keep forgetting to do this. Anyways, like I said, like I said, I, I see, I always forget how to close this. Every time, every damn time I forget how to close. But anyways, that's the wrong one, by the way. That's the wrong one. Nope. <laughs> I messed up right there. I was supposed to be closing it up right now, but this is it. This is the final one of our two cents. Uh, 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 all right. Bye, everybody.